I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Russell me, Peter. Russell me, Mark. Oh, How are you doing, man? Yeah, right? I'm COVID free. I'm COVID. able to breathe. <laughs> I'm allowed to move around the country. How are you doing? Oh, no. Two oh, two, <laughs> two Ashes couldn't keep me COVID free. No. You go, I, I, I don't know what I did. Everyone's angry with me. It coincided with me attending a stag do. So obviously, I've had a lovely time. Yeah, and I've come back with uh, COVID. Unfortunately, I'm I'm absolutely gutted, Mark. Which which city did you get the COVID in? I well, it was York. I think it was. I I thought that the timings didn't really work for me. I I didn't think that I'd got it in York at the horse racing. That I said <laughs> at the time was a fucking petri dish. No one was wearing masks. No one was adhering to any kind of guidelines. It was very much, you know, last days of Rome shit. Um, mm. And I was boasting that I'd uh, made a a lot of cash off the GGs, and I've come back with something far worse. Oh, uh, a little bit Peter. of cash. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've contracted COVID, and I've I've put everyone on blocks at stack, and I feel very guilty. But you know, I didn't have any more fun than I would usually have fun. You know what I mean? I wasn't sort of being silly. I was wearing a mask all the time, and I still bloody got it. I saw some Terrible. photographs of you on social media, Peter. <laughs> you had got the COVID-19 virus as a stripper. And you were making it <laughs> sit on your knee, and you were you were pushing ten pound notes into its top. <laughs> this is what happens. Oh, poor, this poor is what Peter. Happens, mate. This that is, is what, what happens. happens. Look, the important thing is you didn't contract it two days before our live show, which will be taking no. place in a month's time uh, on the fourth yes. of September at the London Podcast Festival. Um, it, it's every year. This is the third year we've done it, and every year. They the first time they send through the ticket sales is I would say mm. the most tense day uh, in the year for me because right okay I'm terrified that one day it will come back and it will say three and we'll You're go right, yeah. oh, it's over people don't actually <laughs> like this anymore and and we, we look like fools now and then I'll have to ring the venue and they'll have that thing of going yeah I think it's just you know slow time and that part of the summer mm. a lot of people are away and then yeah. we'd have to work out scaling down to different like rooms and then, uh, and... george the poet you'll have to ring up george the poet and say i was right exactly so he was right <laughs> well thankfully pete 
I do not have to ring up George the poet and say, <laughs> right, he has, to, he has to ring us up, Pete, and say, you know, everything you've said about me that's mean on the Patreon, that I will not have heard, <laughs> is justified. Um, we, 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 we've, uh, we've sold two, over two thirds of the tickets now. So I think uh, we have only got wow. under 50 tickets left. So if you do want to come down, uh, then, I mean, really now, I, I know this sounds like sort of bad hype. Oh, you, you don't want to mm. miss out on this. You've got to, you know, I, and there's yeah, a million I, I tickets. Genuinely thought, I genuinely thought you were lying there, Mark. I genuinely thought nope. That, nope. that you were just over-egging it. But yes, the room is that small. Wow, okay. It, it is, yeah. I think we've 150 tickets of the 200 have gone. Um, right, okay. It's also worth bearing in mind, the venue often take comps. And when they see it right. does well, they'll sort of go, oh, I might go and uh, do oh, that. Oh, I might walk, wander around yeah, and they, have a look. They, yes. don't, they don't pay for those tickets. Um, there's, no, <laughs> <laughs> there's no benefit to us. So if we sell them out, they can't take the free tickets. So uh, if right, you do okay. want to come down, do come down. I've been, um, we're going to be covering the uh, 1991 Battle Royal at the Royal Albert Hall, which was mm. the, the the sort of second of the, if you like, uh, organized trips that the WWE began doing. So it was part of the European Rampage Tour, where they did a mm. European tour. Um, it, 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 I don't know why I'm bothering even saying it was the second. It's the third special they put on. It's just there's one in like 89, which doesn't fit into the the uh, named chronology. Uh, it's yes. so boring, Pete. Nobody <laughs> could possibly be bothered about that. Um, yes, do come down and see us. Mark will not be talking about this. <laughs> but one of the great things um, uh, on Twitter, a guy called Math uh, got in touch. And uh, a while ago, someone had sent me a photograph of, I think it might have been in Hull, but it was mm. a antique reclamation yard that had for sale one of the original massive banners, uh, embroidered <laughs> banners that hung from the ceiling of the Albert Hall that said on the Battle oh, Royal right. at the Royal Albert Hall with the WWF logo and the Sky Sports mm. box office uh, or whatever it was. And someone had sent it to me going, you, you should get this, but it's really expensive. And I was <laughs> like, that is brilliant. And math had noticed that Twitter exchange and he mentioned it to his wife and she went and bought it for him. And so he got in contact last week to say, would you like to borrow it for the show? (laughs) So we are going to have, I believe the only bit of like, like merchandise that is specifically for that show uh, is going to be there now. To me, that is like, I would definitely get a ticket just to see a piece of fabric (laughs) that was used in a show. That that, that is enough for me. It might not be enough for you, so there will be other things like, you know, we'll we'll try and make it fun. Oh, it's so exciting. So so thank you to everyone who's got a ticket. And thank you to everyone who's like, I'd like to go, but it just is a monumental pain. It's too far away. I'm doing mm. something. Uh, we do appreciate the support. Obviously, you know, the, the show can't really keep going without you guys. And so it does mean a huge amount. Thank you very mm. much. And you can, and presumably you can watch it online. I'm fairly certain that's the, are they doing yeah, streams? I, I, I can't I mean, remember, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly be putting the audio out, but um, right. I think, you know, okay. I, I think there is a way for it to be filmed. We just never bothered getting it done but it probably <laughs> probably would work better because the last two have been quite visual and they, that is a disappointing <laughs> podcast listen um, uh, yeah let's let's crack on shall we i mean we are in the middle of ooh. wrestlemania 36 it's um it, it's it, it's been an exciting time in wrestling we're recording this uh, a day before it actually goes out which is slightly unusual yeah, holy moly a lot of stuff going on i mean, I mean I j- so so we've got so we've got right mm. um bray wyatt released yeah. from wwe yeah that's um, right um uh Rick, Rick uh, Flair. Rick Flair's out. Yep. 
Adam Cole, Cole talk. is uh, Adam Cole, yeah. in the middle of a uh, his contract has has uh, not not yet been re-signed. Um, so there's mm. lots of speculation there. He will be using that to get a lot of money from WWE. <laughs> don't you worry. But you've also got the returns uh, coming up on the horizon. Still not 100 percent confirmed of CM mm. Punk and Daniel Bryan going to AEW. So yeah. it's just a it's a really really exciting time to be a fan of pro wrestling. The closest this is like is something that you've never been part of which is when you were watching the Attitude Era and WCW was huge and WWE was huge and the two of them were people would jump and they they you know you suddenly see that person on the other the opposition show and it's such an exciting part of wrestling, the the, the real and the and, and the fake, the, the new matchups and everything. And suddenly we're getting this with AEW, and it is just a brilliant, brilliant time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, I, I, and the other thing is, of course, you know, there's no more fiend. Uh, so I mean, it really, it really is <laughs> no, wonderful Mark, news. Bray Wyatt has left the WWE, the, but the Fiend has not. The Fiend remains with the WWE, <laughs> so they can use him or her however they fancy. That is true. It, it is seems. a mask, and you, you do it in red light. <laughs> it could be anyone. Um, there's a, a Twitter account that I, I do think is quite funny, which is called I think it's called the Fiend's Mind, and it's someone mm. who tweets as the fiend if they were really a fiend so a lot of the stuff is horribly sexual or just like (laughs) really demented but the the fiend's mind put up a tweet uh when the news came out and it just said thank you for uh the run um it's been a pleasure to entertain you all but remember i will always be there every time you have a piss (laughs) uh, (laughs) properly funny it is is a funny thing if you are a fiend i mean he is a very pg fiend Um, yeah he doesn't do anything sexual he doesn't anything he just wallows around in in, yeah in beetlejuice trousers he should he should just come out with no trousers on just you know just with these not not making it sexual but just like i'm a fiend i have no interest in your social conventions yeah you know? it's, just donald ducking it all over the place yeah. i think with the, the way that people have sort of talked about um the fiend <clears throat> sorry bray wyatt leaving mm. uh wwe um uh, there's a lot of love for that character it seems on twitter or this may just be because he's leaving everyone's kind of rewriting history a little bit uh, yeah I, it made me very much think mark that you are very out of touch <laughs> i am i out of touch pete or are <laughs> wwe listening and doing exactly what i ask that's my big question um, i i think certainly in the, in the early days when it was the southern preacher gimmick i think it, it was really really strong and i think mm. when it first became the fiend i think that was an interesting character um it just they totally lost the plot as to what it was and it just became absolutely nonsensical um mm. and then the red light was just something i absolutely loathed <laughs> when you have a wrestling character it's important that the thing about them is they still come back to wrestling and the undertaker for example a supernatural character but he could really make it work in the ring and the wwe mm. had just sort of put so many difficult things in the way of bray wyatt actually going and having a decent wrestling match that yeah the thing itself i mean you just it was hard to step back from and i think you do have to just go oh we absolutely fucked that um, mm. let's just get rid of it and never <laughs> speak of it again oh speaking of uh, contractual uh, compliance and, and the wwe um I've read that uh, CM Punk can use cult of personality over in AEW if, yep. if Tony, whatever his name is, fancies Tony Khan, uh, putting yeah. his hand as Tony Khan puts his hand in the pocket for it. Uh, yeah, and Tony Khan has done it before. So he did it with uh, John Moxley, who um, took right. uh, Wild Thing. I think the version by um, oh, it's a, it's a single name uh, punk band, a long 
the lines of rancid but not rancid right um originally done of course by the trogs but they didn't go for that version mm. um and so he he's he's done it before he did it with um orange cassidy as well who comes into where is my mind by the pixies um and that nice. it really really is worth paying that little bit extra to have that sort of thing. I was watching a little video today of uh, Dusty Rhodes coming to the ring in the early 80s to Prince's Purple Rain because he had a purple robe on. And it was, I mean, it was clearly the first time Dusty had ever heard that song because (laughs) it has that big build where Prince is about to scream Purple Rain, Purple Rain. And Dusty came in and if he'd have waited two seconds, he could have hit it. with his fist in the air and he had no idea. So he got his fist in the air and a second later it starts going purple (laughs) rain. Just great. I'm I'm all for pop songs, people coming in. The other famous one is if Daniel Bryan does go to AEW for many, many years in the independence, he used um, the final countdown by Europe. Right. Um, And that would be, that is a thriller to come into the ring too. Um, Again, it's a good differentiation between WWE where everything does sound very similar very just mm. drumsy um and it's just great when you go oh this guy comes into the pixies it's oh, it's so mm. thrilling it, it lends a veneer of uh kind of authenticity that, that you yeah of reality and, have, I suppose. and not being out of touch with popular culture i mean i, I know those mm. songs are all you know uh, pretty much all of them are 30 years old now but it just is that thing of and the other thing is being in a crowd and a communal experience when the final countdown hits everyone does sing along it's very difficult to sing along to whatever keith lee's song is you know <laughs> that, that you've never heard um right great well we are we are back to do uh, wrestlemania 36 night one Ooh. um i uh, i put on a blu-ray uh, of this uh, pete and uh, i think there are some extra sort of weird like little bits in it but this oh, one right. opened with a new um you know the don't try it at home uh, advert they right have. don't yeah don't mess around in the garden kids. yeah you know please yeah. don't land on the back of your neck um <laughs> doing this because we don't want to go to court um mm. but on the blu-ray they had a new one and it's got a new uh, like tagline, and it was "Know what to try and what to watch," and it shows you <laughs> a load of things that you can try, like going on a oh. roller coaster, and then it right. goes and what to watch, and then it shows Roman Reigns being thrown into some steel steps and things like that. Yes, okay. They quickly run out of know the things to try, um, yeah, because a lot of things are dangerous, aren't they? Um, yes, I get. So, what did they choose? A roller coaster, a, a roller coaster, and there was a bit of stock footage of an elderly man jumping in an Italian square in the sun. That was what they wanted me to try. <laughs> they were. They say try getting old, being Italian, and jumping for in a joy piazza. in a piazza. Try jumping for joy in a piazza. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and then, but, but Pete, you got to know what to watch. Um, and uh, what to watch? What, can we watch the man in the old man in the piazza? Or they not? prefer it if you tried it. Um, <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> I mean, it did look, in fairness to them, it looked absolutely joyous. It looked fantastic. Really? Yeah. But cool. yeah, they, they could not think what to say, what to try. <laughs> they didn't want to. They didn't want to tell you to try food in case you had an allergic reaction to it. And yes. Die. Yeah, they didn't yeah, want yeah, you to yeah, say, yeah. you know, try going out on a bike in case you live on a motorway. So um, they, they they very quickly came down to having to sort of essentially just go, just jump, do <laughs> do, do, a, do, do, do a not big jump. Um, you know <laughs> that will be good. Um, the fourth match uh, on the card is the Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn versus uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, mm. uh, Daniel Bryan comes out with uh, Drew Gulak, um, and at this time, Daniel Bryan was beginning to sort of go. I think I'm beginning to wind down uh, a career here, um, and what mm. I want to do is get more into the backstage stuff. And what he'd done was he'd taken 
Drew Gulak under his wing. And Drew Gulak, very good performer, a, a very good wrestler, sort of a technical wrestler. And he'd struggled because he didn't really have a huge amount of identity, especially mm. by the time they put him on the, on the main Raw card. So Daniel Bryan's basically had this idea of saying, well, do you know what? I'm going to help give him some direction, a little bit of rub, and that will make him a bigger star. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What you can see in this match is that Sami Zayn comes in with Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in the same right. role as as Drew Gulak. And the reality mm. is Drew Gulak is not going to be helped to get over if they don't know what to do with Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, the other thing is, of course, is, is that uh, Gulak has lost to Cesaro in the pre-show match. So they're already basically mm. setting him up as going, don't invest too heavily in this guy. Um, mm. Nakamura here again just... I, I can't get over how odd he is if you stop going, oh, that's Shinsuke Nakamura. And yes, yeah, yeah. In this, he's like Dennis the Menace, drawn by the Japanese manga horror artist Junji Ito. Um, <laughs> Junji Ito does these really sort of nightmarish horrors. There's a, a brilliant one called Ozumaki, which I think means spiral, where uh, right. people just begin spiraling. They start sort of... He just uses this motif of like people becoming snails and then sort of just mm. weird and strange. And Nakamura <laughs> has an element of that really frightening, mind-bending manga horror, even when he's just yeah. standing there. Standing just, there. It's his it's horrible teeth, gum shield, whatever he's done with his teeth. And his little, it's horrible. He, he's got very sort of... Yeah, expression on his face all the time. Like, he's, yeah, he looks like he's constantly dealing with something very painful, either emotionally yeah. or physically. Yes. <laughs> Some part of his body that you can't see is being really crushed by a voice. And <laughs> but he's, he's fine with it. I'm not going to. I'm, fine I'm with not going to give them the satisfaction of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> 
there, there are too many people hanging around in this match as well. Isn't yeah. It? Right at the start, they they cut to a Gronk and Mojo Rawley on the balcony as well. And mm. what this really sort of made me feel was it just reminds you how empty the arena is. And mm. all of these guys, Cesaro is is uh, Swiss, Nakamura is Japanese, uh, Gronk and Mojo are dickheads. And <laughs> what, what you have is a load of people who go, we've got to fill the silence a bit but we don't really know what to say. And there's a bit yeah. where everyone is just going, hey, hey, hey. Everyone's just, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Like that. And it just, you really sort of go, oh, this is this is not the group to try and fill this empty arena, unfortunately. No. Um, this match is for the, for the Intercontinental Championship. The, they hold it up at the start. And it's, I felt like I'd never even seen this version of the belt before. It's really blanded out from, from where mm. it was exciting. And it was really one of the matches, I think, that people like me, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, I was really excited to see Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. And it just turned out I shouldn't have been. I, I, it, it's a really odd match in that they're both really talented. They're both at a good point of their careers. They this should have been a decent match, and it's just it's like it's like all they do is kicks and clotheslines, and it's right, it's yeah. bitty. They're very busy with the people outside. <laughs> Sami Zayn is doing a gimmick at this time of slightly being a a chicken shit heel, so he's always running away or cowering yeah. and stuff like that, and that can be as a gimmick that can be a bit unrewarding. But you just, I mean, you've got Daniel Bryan there, just wrestle. Just have a wrestling mm. match. The two of you would have a really good wrestling match. Why don't you do a wrestling match? And they instead you get you sound like a concerned teacher with two boys. <laughs> you boys could be best of friends if you just sorted yourself out. I, I, just missed opportunities. Look, if we if we had put on a show uh, for the for the podcast festival and we were like money was no object and we had got mm. Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn in the main event, if they put this on in the main event, I really would. I'd, I'd sort of go. I'm not paying you. <laughs> I, I, I'm not paying. You know why we brought you here? We brought yeah. you here to do a really good wrestling match, and this was this was lazy. I don't know what it. I don't know what you're trying to prove. Um, it ends where where Daniel Bryan comes off the top rope into uh, Sami Zayn's halluva kick, and it mm. you know it's just his foot. You know, then he pins him, and it's just nothing seems to have happened by the time it ends, and. Uh, Afterwards, I was thinking, you know, incredibly, I think this might actually be Daniel Bryan's worst WrestleMania match. I, 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 considering, I think he it's once... It's a bit of a nothing, I suppose, isn't it? And, and, yeah, and I he think once lost people... to Sheamus in, in eight seconds. And that, in itself, <laughs> was a this. better match because it had more of yeah. a sort of reaction and there was more of a, you know, that was spectacular. Whereas this, mm. which you're just like, oh, mates, you know, what are you thinking? The, the, the the situation uh, on the outside of the ring fascinated me because they get like like a couple of the most talented wrestlers on, on the roster and and they they just catch a man yeah they just catch a man when he gets thrown out and it's like is that all you get is that all we get from them that's Jesus it Lord. it would be different as well if you didn't see that spot in pretty much every single match that involves more than yeah. two people um, it's ugh, it's such a pain. Um, the next match is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship ladder match. Um, it's the New Day versus the Usos versus Morrison and Miz, but there's a problem. So what's happened is that Miz has decided he doesn't want to take part in WrestleMania. The official result, uh, the official sort of reason is is illness. Um, mm. But this was very much at the start point of the pandemic where people were very concerned about 
whether it could be transmitted to young children. So Miz had a young family, and I believe he made the decision that he didn't obviously want to put them at risk. So he pulled out of this match, at which point they kind of go, oh, well, let's just take out another one out of each of the teams, and then the three right. men will compete for the tag team championship. Um bit of a weird decision it's uh, a weird decision <laughs> it's a bit of a mess. i mean you know just 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 i don't know just make it not for the tag belts. do something else the very yeah. fact is of course is they don't all they don't actually change the belts either so there was no real right. reason to have them defended uh in this match um I mean, Kofi Kingston had won the title, the world title at last year's WrestleMania. And within a year, here he is back in the middle of the tag team scene. Just a, mm. a horrible indictment about how, I don't know, just they, they keep reverting to tight with Kofi Kingston, even when they finally give him the monster push where he really gets over. Within a year, everything's reset. It's like it's never even happened. It's, oh, it's so yeah. frustrating. Um out comes Jimmy Uso, representing the Usos, and uh, then uh, uh, John Morrison. Um, this is Morrison returning to the WWE after a decade away. Uh, he'd been wrestling all over the world. He'd uh, been in Mexico's AAA, Lucha Underground, uh, and Impact. Wherever he went, he would change his name ever so slightly to fit in with the local area. Right. So in Mexico, he became Johnny Mundo, um, <laughs> Johnny World. Uh, and then in Impact, he became Johnny Impact. Uh, clearly, he's not. That's going to be limited. Isn't I, it? I always think I when really people, I, I've said this before, I've never said why people, um, you know, certainly in, in, in my uh, in, in my purview, in my uh, kind of job, uh, they used to put, they would, on their Twitter handles, they would always put their name mm. and then the radio station they, 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 they work for in the handle. And you're like, you're not going to be Madness. Joseph XFM forever, mate. Exactly. And that. you weren't. You got fired. <laughs> <almost immediately. laughs> the, the, I mean, I, I, Johnny Mor- John Morrison, Impact Mundo, he, he, uh, Johnny Nitro <laughs> he's been before as well. He clearly is a very creative performer, but he just doesn't seem to be interested in the other side the outside yeah. the ring stuff that you mm. it, i mean the johnny bit doesn't really help either because it just sounds <laughs> if i said to my my dad think of a wrestler's name from scratch for the the, the wrestling show impact he'd probably go jo- mm. johnny impact and you go yes, yeah, no yeah, yeah. not good enough well, <laughs> johnny impact goes that is good enough that, that yeah, is absolutely enough. fine um he uh, he actually won the Impact uh, Heavyweight Championship uh, from Austin Aries at Bound for Glory 2018, and uh, this is this is one of those nice little bits of things becoming too real. So they have mm. the match set up, and as they got closer to the pay per view, uh, the two of them began to sort of trade insults on Twitter, but they right. they managed to go very quickly from this is all pro wrestling to getting really, really personal and angry with each other. Um, uh, Impact began mocking uh, Aries being short, at which point Aries responded by uh, mocking uh, the weight of Johnny Mundo, uh, Johnny Impact's wife, uh, who is the wrestler Tyre Valkyrie, oh, now known as uh, strong, yeah, he Frankie went bit, Monet. When he went a bit stronger, didn't he? Yeah. They, they basically worked themselves into a shoot, brother, like H- Hogan <laughs> would love. Um, Johnny Impact then won the, the belt at Bound for Glory 2018, and he did his finishing move off the top rope to Starship Pain, landed on Aries and pinned him. Um, Aries immediately no-sold, so as soon as the pinfall had been counted, Aries jumped up like nothing had happened and he began shouting at the uh, commentator who was Don Callis uh, at ringside before giving everyone the finger 
all around. Uh, <laughs> that was his last match in Impact, <laughs> unsurprisingly. Yeah, okay, good, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Impact had also wrestled across the world. He, he came to Britain, where he became the five-star wrestling champion. Um, five-star, fascinating sort of story. It was a Scottish promotion, which lasted from 2015 to 2018. It got a TV deal, so it was on uh, Free Sports and Channel 5. And they decided right. they would hold a 128-man tournament for their world belt, which they actually managed to do. Astonishing sort of feat. They had um, they they they'd offered CM Punk one million dollars to wrestle in their uh, in their in their tournament. I think half hoping he'd say no because <laughs> that would yeah, be the story the story isn't actually him turning up and doing it. The story is them offering it. Exactly. Isn't it, in their yeah. situation? Uh, he yeah. said he didn't want anything to do with it. Um, obviously, phew, <laughs> that was almost a real problem. Constantly googling is a verbal offer, the same as a contract. Um, Can we afford cult of personality? Yeah. But what was interesting is they were sort of set up essentially because they had a video game deal. So they released their own five star wrestling game uh, on the PS. PS3 and the PS4. Um, it, I, right. I saw a review which described it as an inherently ugly video game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they did fold, obviously. When you're offering, when you're doing 128 man tournaments, bringing in Rey Mysterio and John Morrison, and expecting that Channel Five will pay you enough to cover all that, um, you are you're on a one way one way sort of a ticket to a hiding, really. Um, <laughs> John Hennigan is, is interesting. His real name is, sorry, his real name is John Hennigan. And we move into the world now where he's outside of character. Um, in 2017, yeah. he uh, was in his first feature film. He was in the lead role. It was called Boone the Bounty Hunter. Uh, and he starred in that, co-wrote it, and was the exec producer. Um Exec producer is just what you get when you essentially are. Pay the money. Well, exactly. Yeah, you know, you're the lead. You're the lead actor. They go, you can be exec producer as well. And you go, oh, great. Oh, great. Cool. Um, he sold his house in order to finance that film. Oh, <laughs> mate, what are you doing? Disaster. I, I, you, the modern wrestler's supposed to be a bit more intelligent it's not like you know making a little back in the day wrestlers would make little posters of themselves like in star wars and stuff uh, nowadays exactly. you wouldn't exactly now look <sighs> superstar billy graham yeah you know he didn't sell any of those posters but he didn't sink however much it costs to do that i slightly think with him you know he's obviously sort of a good looking bloke he's very muscular and he obviously thought this is a good calling card you know hmm. the whole point of making films and being in films is so you get it more money and you can buy a better house don't get rid of the house that you've got to make a film. That's uh, yeah. In 2018, he began working on his directorial debut. Uh, it was a short film called The Iron Sheik Massacre, which he also produced and co-wrote with his wife, Tyre Valkyrie. Uh, it was expected to be released in 2020. No, didn't didn't arrive. Didn't didn't know. It's funny when people are like, "Oh, I wrote and produced and directed and starred in my own film," and they think that the four of those things make it more impressive. Whereas I go, <laughs> "What? It, literally, you had no one else involved in it. It's just yeah, you. you did all of the work. You did all of the work there, and you couldn't afford anyone yeah, else. And, yeah, and, true. And there was yeah. no one to say that's not a good idea. It's like me. I've done my own <laughs> album, Pete. You know, and I play all the instruments and I produced it and everything, and and I'm distributing it myself. And uh, I mean, you just sort of go, oh, you lost your mind. 
You've lost your mind. <laughs> God, and here it is. Uh, new Bad American cars, you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm a I mean, worm. Just... I'm a big worm. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, Prince would actually do all of those things and do quite a good job at it. Yeah. But there's only a couple of people who could do that. That's it. He's sort of famous for doing it all, isn't it? I mean, John John yeah. John Morrison doesn't seem yet to be famous for like producing and directing his own short films. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is it's nearly 2022 and this is true, way behind true. schedule, Pete. Way behind schedule. <laughs> I will foreclose on that fucking house unless I get this film. Um, the match itself, look, it's it's fine. It's it not helped by the fact there are no uh, audience there, and so it does make it a little bit. They are just three men. Like it sort of reminds me of, of like being at school where you'd go to you mm. know like to a field on a weekend and then you'd wrestle and it was really good fun. And then someone like older from a different school would turn up and go, "What are you?" three queers doing and you'd feel very stupid and like very you'd suddenly sort of go yeah there aren't crowds it's just the three of us pretending (laughs) there are and that's what this feels like to me you sort of watch it (laughs) and you sort of go this is sort of oddly pathetic to do for no one and i know we're all watching at home but it's just an odd thing the the ladders really clatter in this as well because there's no audience at all and it just Mm. sounds like there's builders working off screen it really chung chung clang bong um as they climb the ladders for the first bit as well you see for the first time in the performance center they have these huge ceiling fans and Mm. when they first go up you can't work out how far it is and it just looks like they are, looks yeah. like John Morrison is just walking straight into a fan that he's not seen <laughs> properly like heart <laughs> what a thrilling addition that would be to just have <laughs> like the belt on the end of a fan make it really difficult yeah spinny and spinning. sharp and quick much yeah. better um, Morrison uh, ends the match by uh, he finally, you know, uh, they're all three of them are on the on the ladder, and they uh, Uso and Kofi give him a headbutt, and he falls backwards <laughs> with the belts. And I think yeah. the plan is that he falls backwards onto the ladder. He's totally destroyed, but by chance he's got the belts in his hand. He's got the belts, a lucky yeah, escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he lands on that ladder so hard that the belts <laughs> just bounce straight out of his hands, that he just goes, boing, and off they go. And clearly he was supposed to hold on to them because you get Kofi yeah. and Uso looking at each other like, uh, oh, uh, no. There's no bell. <laughs> there is no bell at all. There could have been a bell. They could have just rung that bell and it would have been fine. Yeah, and just sort of went, look, this is what's going to happen. He yeah, got the yeah, bell. Yeah, yeah. So they look at each other and you can see them like looking at each other with that little look of going, do we carry on now? Yeah, we're both aware that we need to, and then Morrison rolls off, grabs the belts, and they ring the bell. Um, I mean, it is a big thump to to fall hard enough that things come out of your hands, that your hands <laughs> just go, no work, no more, no, no work. <laughs> I've just got to deal with this, no work. Boom. Um, it, it's a good match, this, but it's really oddly mm. unmemorable. Um, it just, and that I think is because you don't get the the sense of build that the crowd would give it you know there is no difference really when you watch this in the reaction that you get viscerally between them falling off the top of the ladder and Mm. just doing a clothesline because there isn't the accompanying sort of like you know raw for the whole thing um which is Mm. which is you know it's sad I, i do feel for a lot of people in this wrestlemania because it is a brand new way of working and they they are working as hard as they can and they just don't realize at this point that you know it whatever they do it's just going to feel weird and hollow 
Um, yeah. Just a, a, a strange one. But looking back on it, I think that is, even though it's unmemorable, I think this is actually one of the better matches in the whole of the WrestleMania that we've seen. But um, yeah, but even and it's, then, and it's and and I've I've not gone ahead and uh, watched the next uh, day, but I I get the sense that this was the better day. Yes, <laughs> the new day. Oh yes, very much so. I think you know, apart from when you're watching it at the time, this was can they do it? And you go, my God, look, they really mm. managed it, and they really you know worked against the odds, and they've put on something which doesn't feel unwrestlemania-y. Um, by the time yeah. you get to the second day, you are a bit like, oh, here we're we're back again now. Did, uh, didn't need two days of this. Did, did not <laughs> they need two days. They could days. have made this shorter. They, uh, I, I can't remember who was uh, talking about uh, the. Uh, uh, is it Ever Rise? Ever Ever Rise? Uh-huh. Uh, is he a wrestler? Um, he was talking about the reshoots in the early weeks of the pandemic. He said he just, they were just filmed back to back all day, 24 hours, just filmed the whole thing and, and some matches um, had to, they had to do it two or three Good times. Look. I mean, that, like, that, that's, oh, a slight, that's the thing as well with WWE, which is I think, you know, you, you begin to micromanage and you treat it like television yeah. and you do retakes and yeah. things. And actually, you know, part of the, the appeal of wrestling is you go, it's live and you're seeing yeah, it as it happens. Of getting stuff wrong. Yeah, and w- there mm. is a funny thing about knowing it's pre-recorded. You sort of just go, I am not going to see no one's leg is going to come off and spin out into the crowd you know <laughs> i know this is going to be sanitized and there is something yeah. dis- i don't always want to see people's legs coming off pete but i just like that's what like- that's what you wanted to call this show the leg coming off podcast i just want <laughs> I like, people's legs I, I coming like off. the slim possibility that it might happen. <laughs> that is all hey look thank you for joining us uh we are uh a couple of matches to go um I've watched the Boneyard match, I would say, three or four times now, Pete. Yeah, okay. Little spoiler, I think it's fucking brilliant still. (laughs) I think it's fucking brilliant still as well. Look forward to that next week on the show. Oh, you know it. So until then, (laughs) do make sure you buy tickets. We have a Patreon. It's full of all beautiful, lovely, like, you know, stuff that you've not heard on the mainstream because, you know, Mm. we we refuse. It's like, it's like, what am I trying to say? It's just really good. Just go and it's it's eight quid. Come on, don't cry. You know, what can you get for eight quid these days? Two meal deals. And then uh, you can get uh, probably six chocolate bars. Sounds a really good deal. <laughs> On top of that, that's really good. Wow. So, yeah, but that's going to last you a month, is it? Uh, no, no. That, that, uh, to be honest, Pete, that is going to last me, I would say, an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week, WrestleMania! This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 